The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 178 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. Coming up on August 16th at Rodeo Cinema in Oklahoma City's Stockyard District, our friends at VHS and Chill are showing the original Star Wars on the big screen here to talk about it. Sean Peel. Sean, great to have you here. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man. Uh, Star Wars. Okay, so anybody out there who's not seen Star Wars on the big screen, would you recommend it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it. I don't think it's been theatrically released on a like like this since the late 90s. Yeah. Like the, the film distribution license holders haven't. It's never been part of anybody's catalogs. It's never been available until just this summer for just a couple months. They sent out a big email to everybody saying, hey, you can get Star Wars just out of nowhere. Which is weird because like two years ago was their 40th anniversary. You think mm -hmm. that would have been the better time to release it. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Now, now VHS and Chill, tell me, tell anyone who doesn't know, what is VHS and Chill? Well, VHS and Chill, um, I've had people describe it to me as a, as a film club, which I guess, because I try to figure out what to call it, too. I mean, it's started two years ago. I mean, it started in my garage farther than that, like four years ago, just uh, watching old VHS movies on a, on a TV wall we built uh, of CR, old CRT TVs. And we just kept wow. having parties and people come over and hang over, hang out, and we'd watch old movies on VHS and just grew from there bigger and bigger till we had to go public and had to go start showing movies out and about. And we've showed them at uh, galleries, um, bars, uh, other theaters, just kind of everywhere, anywhere that'll take us. But the surprising thing was everybody I asked said yes. Like sure. nobody, I always got the first pick of where I wanted to show. I always thought somebody would be like, no, dude, why, why would you want to watch, you know, VHS movies? But everybody I talked to was like, yes. Yeah, it's Bring a flashback. It here, do it. Yes. Yeah, we love we love watching those old VHS movies. Of course, uh, you know, I, of course, there was there was the old battle between VHS and Beta. Um, but and I have VHS lots of Beta tapes it, too. too really? <laughs> yeah. I, I used to have a friend, a roommate who had beta, a Beta player, and we used to watch. Oh, it was so much better. But of course, there was problems with recording and mm -hmm. length, and and you could take a VHS tape. I had stacks of eight hour long VHS tapes with recorded with Star Wars and Beastmaster oh, yeah. and just everything you could possibly think of. Cause I just record it and I mm -hmm. can just watch it over and over again, which yeah. is the beauty of it. Those are some of the best ones to find are people's old collections. And you know, it's cool finding, you know, a movie in a sleeve in a box, you know, mm -hmm. like you'd buy at a store, but to find some guys like collection of old beta tapes or where he's got aliens RoboCop and then Terminator and then the next tape has like Predator, Rambo and and you see just like kind of what other people put it's like it's like their their movie playlists from the past that oh, you get to, to go through. Rambo and My Little Pony. Yeah, exactly. Reason. You see some weird combinations. You see and things where they'll write down like old Star Trek uh, but it's episodes of just random TV shows or the news and hours of that. And you're just, you're like, well, where was the Star Trek? Because it was easy to record <laughs> just over. Just record over, yeah, exactly. My, my mother would would tape the her her soap opera. So she watched all my children, oh, and wow. I accidentally uh, taped over them one time, and she screamed at me. <laughs> and I went, Mom, Come it's on. a soap opera. Really? There's like 300 episodes <laughs> a year. <laughs> Check it out tomorrow. It'll be just a recap of whatever exactly, it is you're watching today. Exactly. But yeah, I had them all. I mean, I, I loved it. You know, uh, Never Ending Story. Oh, yeah. And I mean, all these great shows that are now uh, becoming really nostalgic and coming. And mainly, I think it's because people our age are now in charge of mm -hmm. like television shows and movies. Yep. And that's why we're inserting those things. Into exactly. Movies, because we love them. Yeah. Um, and so you've, you've started, you said, uh, I know you've done tower theater, correct? I've never done a show at tower. Okay. I thought you'd never. done tower. You didn't, you've done paramount. I've done the paramount. I did. Uh, I started at the IAO gallery down here on film row was where we first started doing shows and, uh, did some midnight movie screenings and, and kind of, it kind of grew from there. And then we went to the speakeasy, the 51st street speakeasy. Yes. And we showed there for like a year. We did all kinds of 
just wacky things and pairings. And I mean, we had, we showed like Moulin Rouge on VHS and had a burlesque show intermission and awesome. we watched cartoons and gave away toys. Like we did, we've always, and we've done things with charity, like taking collections for food banks and, and uh, children's hospital. And recently we did some stuff for pine pantry, just collecting cans and food and stuff for people at some of our, uh, our shows. Uh, now we're back over at the Paramount room. We're doing mm-hmm. shows there. But I mean, I do something like five shows a month now. I do. Oh, wow. Uh, I do Paramount Room. I do Elk Valley Brewery is a new one we started up. We Where do. Is that? Uh, it's over by um, uh, Blue Garden and uh, Fassler Hall. Oh, uh, uh, in the garden, the that whatever that district. Automobile is called. Alley. Automobile. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's over there. Yeah, it's it's on Sheridan, I believe. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, Elk Valley. Uh, in their brewery, they put up a big screen, and uh, we call that one VHS Grindhouse, and we watch kung fu and sci-fi movies this there. This is the new brewery that just yeah, opened up. It's, okay, it's yes. pretty new, yeah. Yeah, I remember going by there and going, when are you guys opening? Yeah, yep. and so it's, that's really cool. So now they're also showing uh, VHS movies. Oh, yeah, and, and we get a nice little following there that we've, uh, that we've put together, and every month we do stuff there. Like, um, I mean, that's coming up on the 15th of this mm-hmm. month. We're, we're watching a, a crazy sci-fi movie. Uh, that we've been looking forward to just, just kind of, we just kind of pick them and show them and we show sure. just kind of some things in, in front and it's random kind of what we'll show there just as long as it's weird Kung Fu. Like last uh, month we showed American Ninja mm-hmm. and uh, for, for the 4th of July for, you know, July, yeah, and we all had a kick with that. Um, and then I do shows at rodeo uh, I've, and that's once I got, cause I'm the, the theater manager yes. over at rodeo cinema. And uh, when I got hired over there, I, you know, brought VHS and chill with me and, uh, the experience of showing a, a VHS movie in an actual movie theater was so weird to us and wild. And uh, I, I like to describe it as watching a movie as it was never intended because yes. the VHS is never intended to be shown no. on a wide format. You know, there's, there's no surround sound, like the way the theater set up, it's just stereo or mono, Yeah, you know, out of the big speakers and, it took a while to get the projector aspect <laughs> ratio to the four by three square. And I remember conversations with the, uh, the projector company tech support people trying to talk the guy into helping me set that up. And, and he, I would tell him I need a four by three square, mm-hmm. you know, lens setting. And the guy was like, what, why, why would you need that? I was like, well, we're watching VHS movies. And he would say, why, <laughs> what do you do? What are you talking about? And I'm like, no, no, it's a thing we're, we watch VHS. And he was like, is it what? <laughs> and and we tried and the guy ended up getting into it till we got it just perfect. Like That's we would awesome. test the VHS and it would be stretched out the wrong way or it would be long wise. And we kept and the colors would be all off till we just got it just right. And I mean, one of our, our big shows we had recently, we showed the crow at oh, wow. rodeo and we had a big crowd for that. And people just got a kick out of it. And they clapped during the, the old VHS coming attractions, you know, bumpers yes. and coming soon to video cassette, like those things that, show trailers for movies, you know, that we've never heard of. <laughs> I, well, yeah, and you don't, you don't, you certainly don't remember them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but I remember when I remember actually watching those VHS movies and I think it was thinking at the time, you know, someday they'll have some kind of thing where I could just fast forward through all those <laughs> exactly. things. Skip Not even thinking like. about DVDs or <laughs> streaming or anything like yep. that. Um, but yeah, you'd have to sit through them, especially your, uh, your Disney type stuff mm-hmm. where you'd just sit through hours. Of, yep. I mean, Oh my gosh, this movie came out 40 <laughs> years ago. I don't care to see the trailer. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, like some of them will have fun stuff like the, I was actually just, couple nights ago, for some random reason, I just picked up Batman and Robin, yes. that, that bad George Clooney one with on VHS. And it had trailers for other movies, then trailers for Batman cartoons. Then it had a soundtrack commercial for the soundtrack, and it had a toy commercial. Yeah. And I think like a Coke commercial. Oh, my all, gosh. All before the movie. And you're, it was like 15, 20 minutes. And you're like, oh, man. that's And go to Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. Be kind. Please rewind. <laughs> exactly. Rewind. Exactly. Well, I, my, my wife and I actually watched that recently. We decided for the, the 40th <laughs> anniversary or the 30th anniversary of the the Batman 89, we mm-hmm. decided, oh, well, we'll just watch all four of them. And we really enjoyed it till we got to the fourth one. Boy, it's, I had forgotten how bad that it's, is. And it's like instantly. It's, it's yeah. It starts out in five minutes in. You're like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. This is terrible. And didn't realize, and of course, I remember, of course, you go, well, why did they stop doing the Batman 89 mm-hmm. series? Oh, this is why. Yeah, yeah. That's horrible. It's so bad. And so I'm sure in VHS, it's, it's just evil. Oh, man, yeah, it's, 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 but it's a kick, because when you watch something like that, you're like, that's how I, you know, maybe at first saw it, or mm-hmm. that's how I remember seeing it the most. Like, I might have caught it at the theaters once or something back right. when I was younger, but 
you know, you watch the VHS and you rented it or your folks rented it or your friends rented it. And that's how, so when you kick back and you see that old soundtrack commercial, you're like with Seal and R. Kelly and all these people. And you're like, oh man, I really remember this. Yes. Like this is how I watched it from the video store was this old version. Yeah. Or, or you, of course, I mean, for us, we used to just record it off of uh, HBO, I think, mm-hmm. which, oh. which was, I think the only HBO and Cinemax, I think were the only channels at the time when I was growing up. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you wanted to see something, uh, whether it was, you know, the last unicorn or whether, you know, it was star Wars, mm-hmm. it, you had the only way to watch it was to, you know, watch it again. Yeah. Was to record it, and yep. that way you could watch it anytime you wanted. Yeah, people, it's fun to find the HBO and Showtime kind of shows because you get to, if they don't cut the bumpers, you get to see the old HBO logos yes. and like the Summer of Fun, 1995. You know, they'll have these these great trailers for all these old movies. And uh, I mean, I like a kick out of that because you get an unedited full movie mm-hmm. without commercials. But also sometimes, I mean, I've had people buy tapes from me that had somebody recorded it off of Fox 25 here in Oklahoma City, some police academy three or something but it's got all the old car commercials and hair commercials and bubblegum commercials and all those old 90s and people will ask me like dude did you have anything and especially if it's local because they'll want to see those old commercials and old weather guys you know talking and interrupting the the abc friday night movie you know people get a real kick out of that stuff because you you know you can get a copy of that movie anywhere like if you want to watch you know batman and robin you can you know download it you can buy it on blu-ray whatever but to find that old with like the commercials, yeah. like if you were to watch it on an ABC Family Night, like the only way to find that, that's not on YouTube. That's not, yeah. you've got to find some tape somewhere that some guy gave to a thrift store. And back then the only way to get out, it was you had to sit there and watch it and pause for yeah. during the commercials. Yeah, a lot of times so people will do that. snippet. Yep. And, and we, we'll, we'll think that we're going to have awesome commercials and then that'll happen and we'll go, oh no, oh. boo. But sometimes you get a guy who just didn't care or it was set on a timer and he just recorded everything. And then, you know, 30 minutes past the movie, he wrote down on the thing and you've got an episode, half of an episode of Law and Order or something yeah. just on the end of it that's just a hoot to, <laughs> yeah. to just look through. I remember the Riff Tracks uh, did a, 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 you know, Riff Tracks, they did oh, yeah. a riff over yeah. um, uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special, oh, which oof. you cannot get the Star no. Wars Holiday Special. Apparently they hunted down somebody who had it, had recorded <laughs> it from the original CBS airing. Yep. So not only, which is beautiful because so not only did they have the, the VHS recording of the show, mm-hmm. but then the three or four commercials, including the the, the union label yep. and all this kind of stuff. Yep. Late seventies commercials, which just made it. Oh, perfect oh yeah the older ones are the better the, yeah. the, the older they go the best it's hilarious so you've got star wars coming out what when's that coming out uh star wars is the 16th at rodeo cinema at 8 p.m um that one we've got the uh 501st legion coming out oh, that's uh great. the costume group they're going to come out and you know darth vader and stormtroopers and stuff they're bringing that awesome uh, okc zone r2d2 mm-hmm. uh that guy has his own his that r2d2 has its own facebook page and everything he yeah. goes around i've seen him Go play remote control. That thing does yeah. like everything. Like he's coming out. Uh, we've got some giveaways. We're giving away uh, a poster. We're giving away some a VHS trilogy used from Blockbuster Video that has the previously viewed stickers all over them. Oh wow! From uh, yeah. still sealed from from them. The previously viewed seal seal on them, and uh, a little weird kind of video display thing I made uh, with a VHS tape on a dis on a Star Wars display that plays the original trailer when you push mm-hmm. a button. Like we're giving away those three things. Um, I mean, it's going to be fun. We've more than, I mean, less than, I mean, there's probably a third tickets left. I mean, those things have been selling pretty quick. I think the first 40 people uh, get a, get a button that we make the VHS and chill makes. We've been making uh, kind of our own custom buttons that we give away at the rodeo shows, like to the crow show and to Mm -hmm. some of the other stuff we, me and my wife kind of put those together. She's got one of those cool little button presses. That's awesome. And uh, so we've been, the first 40 people come in, get a a little special. It'll say like the name of the theater, Mm -hmm. Rodeo Cinema with a date on it and stuff. That's fantastic. Um, Yeah, that's That's on the 16th. That's great. And it was so funny because I really think about VHS and and a lot of people, my son especially, was like, why did people, because you'd hear people saw saw Star Wars, like, I saw it in the theaters 2,000 times. Mm -hmm. And it was like, well, why did they do that? I'm like, well, because back then you didn't even have VHS. If you wanted to watch a movie and not wait until the late, late show Mm -hmm. on, you know, on Channel 4, Channel 5, Channel 9 you had to go see it in the theater. Oh yeah. And so people would, and it, yep. I think it lasted in the theater for almost like a year and a half, oh, yeah. which would be unheard of by today's standards. Yeah. Uh, even when the VHS tapes started coming out, mm. I mean, they would be expensive. I remember yeah. my uncle getting one of the Indiana Jones movies and it was eighty nine ninety nine for the oh, VHS wait. tape. And 
you know, my uncle had the laser disc player. He was the only person I knew who had a laser disc player and he had like a pioneer surround sound system. And we'd, he would, he would show us Quigley down under on laser disc and he would go to the scene where there's like a scene where he shoots a bullet from like real far away. And like, he would just, you stand in the middle of the room and you could hear, like uh-huh. it was the first time I've heard that, like in a house, you know, like the the bullet whipping around your head in a, but I remember he would buy those tapes. And like you said, they would, mm-hmm. you're going to pay a hundred dollars to see Indy again, or you're going to just watch it in the theater yeah. over and over. Well, that's why Blockbuster became yep. such a big deal because we could, well, not only could you uh, rent the, the videos for a lot cheaper than you could mm-hmm. certainly buy it, but you could also rent uh, at that time VHS players yep. because most people didn't have them in their homes. Yep. Which was pretty amazing. I remember renting those at my grandma's house when we'd go to Owasso. Yeah. I remember we'd have to rent one when we stayed with grandma because she didn't have a VCR. We'd rent a VCR and a Sega from, <laughs> from Reesers in Owasso. We would rent both of those. And sometimes she'd have them ready for us. Like she'd have the because they'd come in a little plastic case and she'd have them ready for us to hook up and play video games for grandma at grandma's for a week when we stayed with her. Yeah, I think I rented from a Blockbuster and the, the original one of the Nintendo Super NES mm-hmm. games because you could also rent those at yeah. the time back in the late 80s and, and which is great. It's like I can't afford a, a yeah. Nintendo entertainment system but I could rent it for a yep. weekend and, and so we did. You know, yeah, and, and yeah, so if you didn't have a VHS player, Mm-mm. they'll take care of you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's amazing that Blockbuster just didn't pick up on the times of what streaming was going to be. Oh no. Yeah. They, they, I think, what was it? They were uh, legendarily, they were offered Netflix at like a, such a cheap price and <laughs> to buy it, to buy it from them. But Blockbuster passed and was like, we'll make our own home delivery uh, DVD service. And I mean, obviously they lost. Well, they, and they laughed and they laughed at <laughs> yep. Netflix for doing the home delivery. Yep. But people are like, they, yeah, but, and I didn't get into Netflix until, until the streaming. Yeah. In fact, I didn't get, I got a Wii, a Nintendo mm-hmm. Wii, just because it was the one thing I knew that could that you could stream Netflix on. Yeah. So yeah. I bought it, The net, I mean, obviously to play games yeah, yeah. as well. But at my, the, the, I was like, wow, I, could, you, I could actually watch yeah. Netflix on that. But um, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> August 16th. Now, now um, what else What else have you got going on this month for, for movies? Well, uh, what we do, um, yeah, coming up on the 15th is the Elk Valley Show VHS mm-hmm. Grindhouse, which we do. And there, these are usually, I mean, the, the Star Wars show is $10 a ticket. Um, and, but the, uh, the most of my other, all of my other ones are all free to, to mm-hmm. come in and sit down and have some fun. Uh, the VHS Grindhouse there, um, I mean, this Wednesday, um, Actually, on the seventh, we're going to do blockbusted video, which is the thing that kind of started it all at the Paramount Room, where we watch a really bad movie and make fun of it. Yeah, and we joke and riff, and everybody's loud. I, I usually introduce the show, and I'm like, "Hey, this is blockbusted video." We talk, we loud, we play on our phones. Like this isn't, uh, you know, like an art house screening. Like right. people kind of know that going in. Um, and we'll just have allowed fun to be watching. very Rocky Horror Picture Show where oh. you can scream. Oh yeah, and, we'll we'll yeah. just riff and joke all through it. And uh, this month or this this Wednesday, we're doing Wing Commander, the uh, the sci-fi movie, the one that came out. That the only reason it's notable is because the Phantom Menace trailer was uh, in front of it. No, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, it it won the it won the weekend box office because everybody and their dog was going to see that Star Wars trailer. I remember watching Wing Commander for Wing Commander because I was a fan of the video game. Oh, really? <laughs> the PC game and stuff. And I remember huge crowds coming in. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, everybody wants to see Wing Commander. This is great. And everybody then would leave. <laughs> 90% of the theater would leave right after the Episode One trailer. And I remember seeing on the news that it broke, you know, it won the weekend and beat all the other movies. And then the next next week, it just dropped like a rock. <laughs> like, everybody was done seeing. Like, people would pay. And then people would stay like after the movie and watch just so they could watch the trailer again without having to pay. And then, oh, yeah. then they'd run out, you know, cause they didn't want to watch wing commander again. Like no. they, were, <laughs> they didn't want to That's do that. So, so you know, this one really well. Oh gosh. Yes. I love, <laughs> I loved the game and I was so disappointed. Like watching the movie, like it opens with a bombing of a space station and there's air raid sirens and it's filmed from above like World War II and the, the bombs make whistles and I'm like, this is in space. What are they doing? Like none of this was in the game. It was awful. Just, and that's right at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, Oh, this is bad. Like you get a bad feeling about, Oh, Oh, oh no, this isn't going to get better. Is it like, yeah. this is just going to get considerably worse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we do blockbuster video. Um, I mean, these we do every month, like yeah. blockbuster video. Um, that's every Wednesday. Yeah. Every, the first Wednesday of every month at uh, Paramount room. VHS Grindhouse is usually the third Thursday, uh, but we're doing on the 15th. Uh, Star Wars is on the 16th at Rodeo. 
We started a new series on the 19th at a Paramount Room called Tunes on the Rocks, <laughs> where the people that come in, the audience, brings old VHS tapes, their own cartoons from their house that they oh. have collections of. And we just vote. We stand up and we're like, do you want, you want to watch Pound Puppies or you want to watch Iron Man? Like, we, And we'll pick what cartoon to watch. And we do that for about two or three hours. We have drinks at the Paramount Room upstairs mm-hmm. we, we and we laugh and I think somebody said this this week they want to make it a pizza party and they're going to order a bunch of pizza uh, awesome. this this month and we're just going to oh man I've got some good stuff to bring this this month so I know other people we watched some old Fantastic Four cartoons we watched uh, Johnny Quest like it was, a lot of them had the commercials in them yeah. from uh, Cartoon Network back in the day mm-hmm. like it was it that's that's one that just this is the second month we're doing this one and people. We had a great crowd the first night, and then I think you know even more people want to come this month. So it gets around; people yeah. realize what it is. Yeah. The word of mouth gets huge. Yeah, and and uh, then after that is the big one. That's yeah. the the we- a weekend with Jeff, my <laughs> our Jeff Goldblum VHS Film Festival, August twenty third and twenty fourth. Our big two day, <laughs> uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, I think it starts Friday night at six. And uh, we're going to screen three Jeff Goldblum movies on VHS over the weekend. Uh, the first one we're going to start with is Into the Night. Uh, oh. Old Jeff Goldblum 80s movie with Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, it's famous for a B.B. King song, Into the Night, that got real big. Yeah. Um, that's on the soundtrack. Uh, that movie is a lot of people have never heard of it. Uh, it's weird because it starts out like this goofy Jeff Goldblum comedy. And it gets dark. Like by the end of it, there there's like this horrible shootout, and like where you're not laughing anymore. Like the and uh, David Bowie is in it as a British assassin. Like it's got this crazy cast, really? and it's. I remember I watched it because I won an auction on eBay for the coat he wears in that movie. His corduroy coat he wears. This prop coat. Mm-hmm. I, I have it. Like on a on a mannequin. Dressed up in the entire outfit, like bought pants and shirts and shoes. Like, oh, this isn't weird, you know. <laughs> and, and so I've got this, this Jeff Goldblum mannequin in my house, uh, but he's wearing the coat. And, I mean, I've had people come over to my house just to wear it because Bowie touched it. They'll be like, yes. Bowie, because they've been in fight scenes in the movie and stuff. And, I mean, it's from the studio. It's got all the tags on it, the Jay Goldblum, the size and everything, and the studio that made the movie. And I, you know, talked to the guy I bought it from, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, he's a prop guy. It's and, possible I might have actually watched that movie. I, yeah. So many, I, sometimes <laughs> I will actually, someone will put in a movie, and I'm like, oh, I've, I've never seen this before. And like halfway through, I'm like, I know this movie. Yeah, exactly. I've seen this. That one might be one that's like that. A lot of people um, don't, because, I mean, I'll bring it up, but then you mentioned Bowie, and people are like, oh, well, that kind of, Kind of rings a bell, yeah, you know, usually, the Bowie was yeah. in it. Um, and usually I'm, I'm pretty big. You know, if, if Bowie's in something, I'll try to watch it because he didn't do that much. Yeah, and it's a small part, but he's really good at it. <laughs> like, he's really good in it. Like, he's really sinister as a bad guy. Um, but that night, we've got, we're going to so open it. End of the night. Yeah, end of the night. But even before that, at 7, so that we open the doors at 6, at 7, uh, Floor Banana, uh, a comedy production group here in town. I think they made the little, the, the local movie Pim Pam. Uh, and they do uh, like uh, stand-up comedy. They're going to present the Goldblum Hour. Oh, so they man. get from seven to eight. They're going. They've been having a blast thinking up of just this great stand-up comedy routine they're going to do. And uh, uh, I mean, I've been excited. I like those guys. They're hilarious. I've seen their other stuff they've done. Um, so they're going to kind of open up the the festival with that. Of course, all of this is free. Everybody can just kind of come in and have fun. Obviously, That's we take. Great donations and we're going to have like a charity art show too. Oh, cool. But, um, then after that, the movie starts at 8 PM, uh, and we're going to have people introing all of these films. Uh, like this one's introed by Eric King from the, uh, Oklahoma film society mm-hmm. is going to enter that movie. And then after that, we've got a live jazz session from the Savoy trio, oh. uh, a local jazz group here in town. Uh, we've got them booked to, to be playing upstairs, uh, classic, because uh, they, they, you know, Goldblum himself is in a jazz band. Oh, yeah. uh, I believe it's called Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra, oh, named after go. his grandma. Um, and uh, they know the songs he likes to play and the stuff. He, so they're, they're kind of putting together a set of classic, you know, Goldblum-y jazz tunes that he likes to play. Very nice. So, yeah, we're excited about that. And then that's kind of the end of that night, the, the Friday night. And then we kick up Saturday at noon. And uh, we're going to watch the movie Vibes. Uh, that one's a also a completely bananas movie, a Jeff Goldblum movie with him and Cyndi Lauper. 
as psychics. Oh, yes. I yes. have seen that one. <laughs> yes. And that movie goes from also like zero to weird real quick yeah. with like psychic battles and an ancient Aztec pyramid <laughs> crystal that's going to take over the world like that one. It's such a weird movie. And Goldblum is like full wacky comedy, mm-hmm. like pet Pratt Falls, like everything in that movie. And Sidney Lauper is like the most... You would never pair those two. Right. Like, why? Why did this happen? And so we're doing that. And uh, local Oklahoma uh, film director, Mickey Reese, is going to come in and, and introduce that one. Oh, nice. Uh, and, I mean, he 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 like I showed him the stuff from it, and he was so excited to watch it. <laughs> um, so we're going to do that. Yeah, I, can believe, I can believe Mickey Reese would enjoy that. Yeah. Yes. So then after that, we're having the art gallery opening, um, and it's just kind of local artists uh, from... We're still accepting submissions uh, from local artists. So if you know anybody out there that wants oh, to cool. paint or draw a Jeff Goldblum, it has to just kind of be Jeff Goldblum inspired. I mean, you can draw dinosaurs, draw whatever you want, flies. Um, and uh, we're going to sell the art, and a percentage of that goes to the um, Rock and Roll Camp for Girls oh, here in cool. Oklahoma City. Uh, is get, The percentage of the sales are going to go to that. What is the Rock and Roll Camp for Girls? I've it's never heard it's of a it's a it's like a nation nationwide uh, organization that and I, they just came back from camp this summer and had a big concert at the tower. So wow. these these girls go out and they they get to learn how to play instruments and then they put together like a, a show you know that they practice at the camp and then they come into town and they I think they sold tickets and stuff for it and That's they did cool. a show just recently out there. Uh, but I I was trying to find some kind of a a local music charity because you yeah. know Goldblum's love of the jazz and stuff, and sure. these these group this group these girls are a real good fit for that, and um, just they were real excited when I approached them, like yes, we would love to you know be involved in yeah and 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 all that. So that's going on, um, boy. After that, uh, Brian O'Quinn from Creepos yes. Creep Show is going to host uh, Jeff Goldblum YouTube Star. Uh, it's like a little block of just the weird stuff you find on the YouTube of Jeff Goldblum. I mean, you YouTube Jeff, the words Jeff Goldblum. You're gonna get oh, yeah. all kinds of. And he's gonna we're gonna kind of put together a little compilation of his his greatest hits That's and awesome. and play that in the theater down there. Um, there's gonna be a video game tournament by from the uh, Oklahoma Retro Gamer Society mm-hmm. is in there. Uh, we're gonna do. Um, it's hard trying to find Jeff Goldblum video games. But there are like video games of movies he's been in, right, like that's Jurassic how, that's Park how games and Independence Day. Like there's stuff like that. But I mean, we really looked to see if there was any where you actually got to play as Jeff Goldblum. And I guess he's just not a, a video game character that <laughs> gets made into really, games. Yeah. So we, well, we've got, you know, adjacent, Jeff Goldblum adjacent games uh, yeah. we're going to do a little tournament with. And uh, boy, after that, we're going to do an anatomy of a scene, a Jeff Goldblum anatomy of a scene with uh, Caleb Masters. Uh, uh, yes. from the Cinematropolis is going to deconstruct a, a, a scene from a Jeff Goldblum movie. Uh, and I mean, that's going to be a kick to, to sit and kind of listen to that. It's, it all, it's all just, I like, you know, collaborating with other people. I like working with anybody else here in the city, um, to do things, to further, you know, people having fun and seeing movies and anything to do with that. You know, I'm all for, I mean, again, it's all free. I mean, we're taking yeah. donations and stuff just to, to pay for the basics, but after that, there's OKC Comedies doing a comedy show with Brad Chad, uh, also Goldblum themed. Uh, Brad Chad there at the Paramount Room, and the, that group is gonna perform something that they, they, they don't <laughs> let me know. They're just telling me they're gonna be there and, and show something Goldblum inspired. So I actually can't wait to see it too. Um, and then after that, we're doing the fan submission film viewing, where uh, people in the city are going to, we're taking like five minute short film submissions. Just make a video with your phone, something Jeff Goldblum, you know, chase a dinosaur, whatever, have a dinosaur chase you. And we're going to show those, uh, you know, kind of just, you submit them, we'll show them, uh, in the theater. And, uh, we've got some, uh, uh, some trophies to give out that are of course, uh, golden VHS cassettes, (laughs) uh, gold painted VHS cassettes, uh, for, uh, you know, the best three that we choose out of the, the film submission. We've already received some and I've watched them and they're hilarious. Oh, and, awesome. and from local Oklahoma filmmakers. So, I mean, again, if we're still taking submissions, if you're out there, you want to make a funny video about Jeff Goldblum, uh, send it our way. We'll, you know, show it to everybody. You can tell people you were in a film festival. I mean, we're officially registered on the film freeway. Like we're, really? it's a, yeah. Oh yeah. They got a kick out of it. Like again, anybody I talk to about this just cracks up, but they all want in They're yeah. all, yeah, let's do it. Like they all, it's just Jeff Goldblum's awesome. Yeah. And, and it's a thing where I've always wanted to do a VHS film festival because yeah. 
I mean, this is our two-year anniversary of VHS and Chill in August of the first show we did was called An Evening with Jeff. It was the first show we did at the IO Gallery. And we brought the TV wall, we disassembled it, put it up in the gallery, mm. and we showed uh, Buckaroo Banzai and Vibes. Oh. I was wondering about Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of my favorites. Now, of course, that doesn't really necessarily star Jeff Gold. Yeah, he's, he's in it's there. It's actually Peter Weller. Yeah, exactly. But, it's that good of a movie to I watch, can't, though. Yeah. yeah, but I can't. I, can't, I always think of Jeff. When I think of Jeff Goldblum, my first thing is Buckaroo Banzai. Yep. And when I think of Buckaroo Banzai, although I'd like to think of Peter Weller, my first mm-hmm. thought is of Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we had a blast with that show. We did. We had pedestals throughout the gallery, and each one had a TV-VCR combo showing, like, Independence Day, Jurassic Park, like any of his other just comedies and things through the years. We had, like, eight or nine of them up, plus the TV wall was showing <laughs> Jeff Goldblum movies, like... And I mean, we had a sandwich board outside and people wandering by would just be like, what is this? <laughs> like, and they'd come in and get some drinks and we would just watch these weird movies. I mean, that's kind of what started it all. Mm-hmm. And so I figured two years later, we're still, I mean, it's, it's I'm busier than ever doing this stuff. Uh, I mean, working the rodeo is a blast and all the fun th- things we've got coming up there. I mean, I just, I forget. Yeah, I talked to Kim, uh, Kim we yeah. had Kim Haywood on our show too. Oh, yeah. Because uh, when... You guys first opened, I was like very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of, of the rodeo cinema opening, you know, being a part of that, which was really one of the first entertainment districts of Oklahoma yeah, City. The stockyards. You know, yeah. That's when that's when people would come to the stockyards. They'd bring in, you know, their animals, and then that's where they'd go to mm-hmm. to you know to stick around and get some entertainment. So the fact that we're trying to get entertainment back in that area, I oh, think, yeah. is fantastic. Oh, and we have people that come in. I mean, you know, older people that are. They remember coming there as a kid, like in the 50s or 60s, mm-hmm. and watching movies. And they're like, I can't believe it's showing movies again. I think I think she said or, or the last time it actually showed movies was early 80s, mid-80s, yeah. I think was the last time it showed movies. I think the last on the tower. Yeah, exactly. It was, was around that. When they started, those theaters yeah. started just kind of drifting away. It was, and, the, it was the multiplexes mm-hmm. the, and the mall theaters yep. that basically killed. Just killed those little guys. The, which I used to love. I mean, seeing, I remember saw the color of money on this May Avenue. Oh theater yeah. yeah. That no longer exists. I saw uh, Indiana Jones on MacArthur park mm-hmm. uh, on 23rd of MacArthur right across the street from that was Westwood where I saw the original Lord of the Rings, the Bakshi Lord oh, of the Rings yeah. with my dad. I mean, I, and I, so I have memories of these theaters. I don't remember when I saw a movie or what movie I saw Quail Springs Mall. Yeah, yeah. I know, mean, I know I've seen plenty of them there. I've seen plenty of movies at Penn Square mm-hmm. and, and, and even Harkins, but it's, I don't remember them yeah. because it was just one of the 24 cinemas that oh, were in absolutely. that movie theater. I think you remember those small theaters. So I'm glad that Rodeo and, and, and Tower are back doing what they should be doing, yes. which is, just showing movies. Yep. I mean, we're, we're, it's just, it was such a, a learning experience to, to go from, I mean, I was in it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, but you know, but my love had always been movies. I mean, always. And, and I worked at AMC, uh, before quail was even built. I was well, AMC sure. Penn. Yeah. I mean, or, or yeah, no, it was over at quail. It was the one that was, uh, it's like a PF oh, Chang's it was now. Right, no, it was right across the street. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, I, I was, was working. There was an AMC at Penn and Memorial. Yeah. Where that's where I used to go to Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. on Fridays and Saturday yep. nights. But yes, I when when and I used to tell my wife this, like there was a time when you didn't go in the mall to go mm-hmm. see the movie. There yep. was one outside, yep. and I, I remember actually seeing uh, I was quite a few movies there because I go to Quest Springs Mall oh, yeah. all the time. Um, but yeah, I was an usher there, and uh, right. they they built up that big new theater, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean I the, the time the way I remember it is I always kind of remember the movies that were out. Like the one I remember the most because it was just playing all the time was that Bruce Willis movie, The Siege, uh, with him and Denzel Washington, a right. weird kind of forgettable movie, an action movie. But and then they opened that quail. Whether they were building the quail, they'd come by in a bus, like, and they would ask all of us ushers standing around. They'd be like, "Hey, you guys want to come check out the new theater?" And we're like, "Yes, like take us over <laughs> yeah. there, like awesome." What they meant by that was, "Do you want to go help us build this place?" Oh and my gosh, we would be like bolting in. St- theater seats in the empty auditoriums. They'd be here, put together this popcorn machine. Here's a giant box full of parts. And we would sit on the floor (laughs) and we were like 17 year old kids trying to figure out how to put a popcorn machine together. And, uh, and then, you know, we all transitioned over to the new theater. Like I worked there that long enough that we were all over there. And, uh, I mean, it blew our mind. I mean, I remember, I still remember that opening night. Uh, they had like the mayor there, the governor there, like everybody, and they had like hors d'oeuvres, like people walking around with glasses of champagne and stuff, like trays, and and we were just kind of allowed to run around, and uh, if we weren't working that moment, that time, we could. They had all the screens because there wasn't enough movies 
right. to fill the theater when it came, when it opened. So they had like the four or five movies that were out. And then they just filled it with like back movies. Like, like you, sure. I think I watched Armageddon. They oh, had really? playing in one. I jumped in there to see it in stadium seating for the first time, like, and got a real kick out of that. And uh, they were just letting people kind of pop in and out. Oh, and yeah. Nowadays, walk. it's easy to fill up. Oh, movies yeah. Of those, but yeah, right? back then, there was just maybe yeah. four or five movies. Because there were one, there were theaters <laughs> with only one, one screen. Exactly. So, but it was, I, but that was, but again, it was always, I always had that love of movies. I worked mm-hmm. at videos. I mean, that's how I, cut my teeth on all this was video update, movie gallery, Hollywood blockbuster. I mean, I yeah. worked at all of them. Uh, so, I mean, and then to come full circle all these years later, managing a movie theater and then doing this VHS and chill stuff. It's just been a, almost a it's dream like come, come true. Home. Yeah, exactly. It's after all those years in cubicles and, <laughs> and lights and, you know, the office space, like that movie, like everything <laughs> on that movie is true. Like it, it, to come from that environment to just be back, you know, dead center and meeting film directors and actors and people awesome. coming in and producers and filmmakers and, and getting to work with charity groups and helping student films. Like we've done film festivals for, you know, high schools and elementary schools. And, and it's just, and then to learn the back end of all that, like I, I now had to learn how to be a projectionist. I had to learn right. how, how to make movies to take a movie and put it into it that you can show it in a projector. Like, it's it's and been when a you dream. can show movies, I mean that was what I was talking about with um, uh, some of the guys over at the tower. Was you, you some show some movies you can't show? Oh they, yeah, they get, absolutely. You, you can't ever get the distributors just don't have like with, yep. with Star Wars. Oh yeah, you couldn't show that unless the distributor said, "Okay, you're allowed to yeah. do that this year." Yeah, and, and and then I learned about the cost of all that, yeah. and that that and the Star Wars one is the cost is astronomical astronomical <laughs> compared really? to any of the other stuff we show. So I mean, we had to get sponsors. We've got like. Uh, a place nearby called Toy Base 10, mm-hmm. uh, a little toy store on, uh, I guess it's 10th Street. Um, and uh, that place is, I don't know if anybody's been there. It's awesome. That guy has everything. The guy who runs that place, Steve, he's one of the sponsors for Star Wars. Uh, and the Film Society uh, yeah. is also sponsoring that show. So, I mean, we all just kind of team up because everybody wanted to show Star Wars. We were all, sure. so we booked that uh, way back as soon as we could. Uh, just for the show and just wanted to make it special. Now I would, I want to get back to the Jeff Goldblum. Yes. 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 Because you said three <laughs> Jeff Goldblum films. Yeah. Into yeah. the night and vibes. What's that third one? The, the last be? one. Cause after the comedy show, after the film submissions uh, is the fly. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's what we're going to close it out with. I and still have nightmares yes. about that movie. <laughs> and uh, we've got creepos creep show. The whole crew from that podcast group is going to be there uh, and they're going to introduce the film. And after the film, they're going to do a live podcast recording uh, review of the movie. Oh, great. Uh, we did this with them back with My Bloody Valentine earlier mm-hmm. this year. And it was a blast. Like, they had all their gear set up at the front of the theater. And then after the movie, while the audience was still there, they start talking and yeah. joking. And everybody was in on it. Like, it was really fun. Um, so, yeah, we're going to end it with The Fly. Um, and then the podcast. And then we'll do the awards ceremony to give out the awards for the films, the submitted films. And then just kind of a big after party upstairs. That's uh, awesome. The, uh, just upstairs at the bar up there. And that's on the, the make sure that's the 23rd and 24th. 23rd and 24th. Yeah. Uh, everything is free. Um, the seating is limited in there. It's kind of first come first serve. We mm-hmm. don't really have any kind of reserved for anybody. Uh, just uh, for all the shows, like some of the comedy shows will be downstairs. Some of them will be upstairs. We just kind of, kind of taking over the place for the, the two nights. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, Super excited, yeah. <laughs> Beyond, like just the, and of course it being about Jeff Goldblum, one of my favorite uh, actors. I mean, the whole this is this little thing I have the with me. The of book Gold of Goldblum is uh, something I. This is when I started writing down the ideas for the film festival. Yeah. So I've got you know everything on here, and uh, also Core Four Beer is hasn't really opened yet. Uh, they're still building. They're going to be in the Paramount room, the Paramount building. Oh really? They're also they're a sponsor of the the uh, film festival. Uh, them, uh, Rachel Jamison Media, she does uh, podcasts. Are they going to be brewing over at the Paramount? Yeah, they've, they've got a brewery set. They're oh, building it right awesome. now. Yeah, they've got all that stuff in there. They're going to have... across the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're putting in a brewery right there with like a little little tasting room and everything. And they're going to obviously be serving that stuff there at the bar and um, doing events with us. And uh, they're real excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it is. it has been a wild two years, I tell people. Uh <laughs> And I got told my wife something like, I'll keep doing this until somebody, until enough people say no, mm-hmm. you know, like, Hey, do you want to show, you know, this old movie on VHS and, 
or, or the gremlins or something and somebody just goes no why would i why would i do that uh, you know but that hasn't happened or even remotely yeah like- and and there are, it, it's because i mean we're talking about nearly 20 years mm-hmm. of movies being thrown on vhs yeah. uh, from from your big blockbusters yep. to your classics to your horrible all oh, yeah. oh, mystery science theater 3000 type of yep. you know everything in between there I, there's no lack of subjects that you could no, be doing. No, I on. mean, in my garage, where, you know, this all started in my garage, mm-hmm. just at my house, I've got wall, the entire walls are surrounded by thousands and thousands of VHS tapes. I've got laser discs, betas, CEDs, which are movies on vinyl that I've got CED players, beta players. Uh, I've got PAL stuff from overseas, <laughs> PAL VCRs, PAL tapes. Um, now I've got a bunch of video eight movies and a wow. video eight player, like the old day. I didn't even know they made movies like actual Hollywood, like releases to put on they, the super eight. Yeah. The little super eight. They've got, I've got those like anything I see like that. I just grab. And I mean, now I've had to have a storage shed full of mm. rows of tubs of movies. Do you that, just go to like garage sales. And- I do thrift stores mm. and, um, I've got kind of a, a core that I, I bounce through and, you know, as I even just these last couple of years, I've noticed. The, the the they're thinning out i mean mm. the the vhs tapes are going the the way of the dime they don't carry them like they used to some places have a lot some places used to and I, you don't even anymore like i've talked to them they're like oh we don't even carry those anymore mm. like yeah we got rid of all our vhs because we yeah. don't our vhs player died and we're yep. like a lot of people just yeah. toss them or donate well, we them just, i think we gave them to the, the nearest goodwill yeah goodwill took them goodwill as far as i know and i've talked to them uh, unless they're the big box Disney ones, mm-hmm. they trash them. They they oh. sell them for plastic. But if they know you're coming now, yes. do they try to save them? Well, the place, the only place to get them is the Goodwill on Reno, uh, the Goodwill Distribution Center just over here, mm-hmm. the big uh, the big superstore. Yeah, because uh, that stuff comes directly to them, uh, and uh, they put out tubs that they swap out uh, on the hour, like hourly. They swap out the entire like inventory of the whole building and it's gigantic. They've expanded twice in there. Wow. They've got a conveyor belt system now that brings down boxes. Like that is my number one spot for tapes. Cause you'll get a full collection from somebody. You get to pick and choose. You find the weird things. Uh, you buy it by weight. Like it's really, oh, wow. yeah, I'm, I've found it had to be somebody like a video store or something. They, I bought like six shopping carts full of movies, wow. old horror movies. It was all horror, <laughs> just tons of them. And you know, if you don't grab them, they're just going into the pile, yeah, you know, yeah. they're just junking yeah. them. So I try to get the most I can. And then that's how I end up with tubs in the storage yeah. shed, which of course has to be the air conditioned one. Otherwise the heat gets the magnetic tape and melts them. And they, the they don't, they don't last. You've no. really got to take care and, of them. And even I read that they're just not going to last, even no matter how oh, much no. you take care of them within like 30 years, the magnetic tape, no matter how perfectly stored, I mean, unless it's in some kind of airtight bubble. But even then, once you pull it out, yeah, play it. exactly. That the mag that they're gonna all be gone. Oh, like they're, man. They're, and, I, and a lot of people have gone to digitizing them. There's whole groups mm-hmm. of people that are digitizing libraries of old VHS tapes. You know, things that never made it to DVD streaming. Right. Uh, to try and preserve them. And people that collect them like I do, but they will also start putting them onto new tapes mm-hmm. and re-record them. So you add another 30 years to it, you know, yeah. or whatever the, the lifespan is of that. that Which the problem bonding. is, though, it's magnetic. So you lose. Oh, yeah. it, it degrades oh, when yes. you copy to copy. It's yep. not digital. Yep. So you're going to lose something there. Yeah. So people have asked me like, oh, the, you know, do you have any crap tapes or tapes that have gone out on you? And I think maybe one or two really old ones. I've tried to play and they've just been too far gone. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I've got them and they were covered with mold. And I mean, you can try and clean them up. I but, think I have the most of my Star Trek movie tapes. Yeah. Just, I played it over and over again. Yeah. Just... Or they or somebody stored them in a garage and they got yeah. wet. And, you know, a lot of them just you can't save, but you, you just kind of enjoy it while you can. Uh, that's pretty much what I tell people. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing it for two years. So, I mean, I've got plenty of years left on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the collection I have, they've been, and I take good care of them. And we, mm-hmm. but people like to come over and they'll just, like it's set up like a video store. They'll go through the shelves and look and find an old one. And then they'll talk about it and be like, Oh, I used to, this was my dad's favorite movie. And yeah. we showed ice pirates. A couple I months loved back. ice pirates. And a lot of people had never heard of that movie and it blew their minds at a, how weird that movie is. And especially the ending the star is on in that. Um, I don't remember the guy's name, I don't, but, I don't yeah. remember either, but, but at the time he was like, Oh, he was yeah. Big, big guy. Yeah. 
Huge name. Yes, I loved I, I love that but movie. But getting to introduce that movie to a bunch of people that had never seen it, and you know, then we'll post in clips online of it, and people are like, what is this movie? You're showing this <laughs> this thing, chase, this space herpy chasing people around, and and it's just the, the stuff in that movie is ridiculous. The the time travel thing at the end, uh, yes. the, the wormhole. All, and the it's guy, just the guy a, comes in with a big afro. Yeah, they, the, the afro keeps getting bigger and white. Like, it's hilarious. And again, people that have never heard of that movie, get to see it now on a big, a bigger format than yeah. like on their phone or on a computer, at least, you know, like that was in the brewery and they've got a big white screen. They hang between the tanks. Yeah. And they feel like they're watching it like over yep. at their friend's house. Yep. We're all drinking, having yeah. local brew and just laughing and joking. And I mean, it's, it's again, it's good times. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's go back over this. We got uh, yep. the, the first off this third, this Wednesday. Yes. Blockbusted video. Yes. At the Paramount room, eight p or 7 p.m. Uh, we also do film row trivia out there at the Paramount Room. Uh -huh. um, I think every second Tuesday on the 13th with me and Brian Peltz. Oh, really? Yeah, we do uh, We do a film row trivia up there, which is, you know, free to come in and up in the bar. That's at 7 p.m. And then on the 15th at 8 p.m., Elk Valley, the VHS Grindhouse show. <laughs> uh, Star Wars at Rodeo at 8 p.m. on the 16th. Uh, Tunes on the Rocks, 8, 8 p.m. at the Paramount Room. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the 23rd and the 24th, the film festival. It's, and, and, and normally there's a live on the plaza show thrown in there where we've been doing outdoor screenings whenever they do the live on the plaza in the mm -hmm. plaza district. Uh, we've been doing movies out there like Wizard of Oz. And we did uh, Airborne for their skate, skate month. And uh, we've had fun doing stuff out there. Just we didn't get in this month. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we'll be back next month doing outdoor shows, which has been fun uh, screening them there. Um, but, yeah, this is about a normal month. For, I mean, the film festival is a little, a little different, I know. <laughs> yeah, but, but I you know it keeps you busy. How can people yeah. find out about what you guys are doing? Uh, they can follow us on uh, Facebook, VHS and Chill OKC, uh, Instagram, Twitter, also VHS mm -hmm. and Chill OKC. Um, I've got a mailing list on the website you can sign up on. I send is that uh, just vhsandchill.com. Uh, it's vhsandchill.net. .net. Dot com was expensive. <laughs> Somebody oh, yes, already yes. had that. But .net was VHS, just all spelled sure. out. VHS, A-N-D, you know, C-H-I-L-L.net has all the info. It's also got a nice uh, archive of every show we've done. Uh, you can kind of go back through and see for the last two years, everything and we make posters for every show so we've got all this wacky stuff uh, we make on instagram and twitter there's mm -hmm. some people will post like videos uh -huh. uh, when you were doing the tunes they, they there's yep. some there's some tunes up there so if people want to see what you guys have done before they can see all that there oh yeah uh, they can see it there the videos the hashtags for the you know tunes on the rocks for blockbusted video i mean you can see some of the old stuff we've done in anything vhs and chill or v usually vhs and chill okc will get you more uh narrowed down to the stuff we yeah. do here um, well, but, the fact that you guys were showing the old Mario, I was like, Oh, oh yeah, the Mario like, show was the, great. It was on Facebook. That's where I saw you. Saw yeah. Me. I'd forgotten about it. I had really tried to erase the yeah. Mario cartoon from my... Yeah, the Super Mario Brothers cartoon was hilarious. And, and we did the movie earlier in the month or the last month before that or whatever. Like, we're on a, a video game kick right now at the Blockbusted yeah. Videos, like Double Dragon, uh, you know, Wing Commander this. Uh, we showed, you know, Super Mario Brothers, uh, some other ones. I mean, Which I'm sure just... the Retro Gaming Society is like. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they've cool. come out and brought, uh, one one time they brought out all their game systems. They had a whole setup, and people would come in and play Sega, Super Nintendo mm -hmm. games. They could play everything. And uh, we've got a guy who comes in and uh, sells. He has, a, he has a giant suitcase full of VHS tapes that he just puts on a table. <sighs> and he's got old buttons and training cards and all kinds of weird stuff. And he sells... Um, he sells, he comes to all the shows and sets up his little table. So, I mean, cool. if you've got some fun VHS stuff or old gear, you want to come sell at our shows. I mean, we've got room again, free. We don't, we did the more the merrier you want to set up a table, a booth That's great. and sell some stuff in the lobby. You go to, you know, hit do, me up. Do people give you like just their old tapes? I mean, if you, yes. can, can you work to get in touch with you with on the website? Just on the website. Uh, my email address is VHS and chill at AOL.com, which people get a kick out of the old AOL. <laughs> yes. That I that I rock that and painfully rock that because it is a horrible email service. Really, and it's full awful. Of, everything is full of ads and it's terrible and crashes. But you gotta rock it. You, you know, get, for, you get eighty minutes for free or whatever <laughs> exactly. that was. I, I I don't even remember what that. I just remember getting the oh, disc yeah. and then somebody actually decorated their tree with those discs. Yep. So, yeah, I've had uh, people hit me up on that. Yeah, I mean, any of my socials, you can contact me. 
if you want to get rid of stuff. Um, I mean, I'll buy stuff. It's like really special. I mean, if you've got something signed or fancy or really limited edition, but I mean, if it's just the regular stuff, usually I get that for pennies, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've had people come into a guy's garage and just fill up the entire back of my, my, my SUV thing, just full of tapes and boxes and laser discs and what have you. And just cause they're like, I don't want to throw them away. Yeah. I want them to go to somebody that, it you know, will get use out of them. to want to figure out how to get rid of you. Yep. I was thinking maybe on eBay or something like that, but that was too much trouble. And I'm yeah. like, because you just, I can't throw that in the trash. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I've had people spot and tell me that there's this house on like 39th or whatever, that the, the trash cans out front are just overflowing for tapes and me and a buddy, Went on, knocked on this dude's door and was like, hey, man, can I dig through your trash? And I see you're throwing away tapes. And he's like, yeah, man, you want my tapes? Go. He's a random guy on his front yard. He's like, sure. And we went out there and dumped over the trash cans and went digging through and getting all the good stuff out. And Sure. I mean, I've, uh, people always send me tips and stuff if they see a neat thing. Uh, I've got people uh, from uh, the Plaza District that let me know of neat sales they find mm -hmm. or estate sales where the guy's getting rid of something and we'll collaborate and swoop in and. Garage sales. But, I always see yep. them over all the time at garage sales. Yep. I mean, it's, but there's Especially a lot of old there. taped ones, which, yeah. yeah. And I'll buy those. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I'll, I'll get those. I'll take those. Cause I mean, a guy brought me an entire collection of recorded off of TBS Baywatch episodes, like <laughs> seasons of Baywatch. Uh, just a box. He brought them to the movie theater and, and just was put them on the counter and was like, Hey, man, do you want, my mom's collection of Baywatch tapes. So I was like, yeah, dude, I'll take your mom's collection of Baywatch tapes, man. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Sean, thanks so much for oh, stopping yeah. by. That's fantastic. So people can find out anything they need to really at VHS and chill.net. Yes, absolutely. And, that's, and that gets them connected to Facebook. It's and got connections linked. To, it's got all the info on the film festival too. It's got the submission links. There's a whole page that's just film festival and it's got all the submission links for the art, for the, the rules, for everything. Uh, that's all on there for and sure. Rodeo is it's rodeocinema.com. Dot org. Rodeocinema.org. To find out uh, about the start to get the start. You guys Wars are tickets. always doing stuff. Well, and all even more than that, you guys oh, are yeah. always doing shows. So we just we just set up a Guitar Hero today in the <laughs> lobby for uh, the Rush show. So if people want to hang out before or after the show, or even the week up until it, you know, come in and buy your tickets, play some Guitar Hero in the lobby. Like we've got it all hooked up today. That's awesome. Uh, and we were kicking around with that, having fun. I mean, yeah, we're always doing fun shows and getting ready for stuff. We've got a, a weird a German horror movie coming this month. Lose, loose L U Z. But it looks wild and I'm excited for it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Sean, thank you so very yeah, much absolutely. for stopping by. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at mostly harmless.media. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okie geek podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at Hey, OSU, Michael C. And you or someone you know have an event coming up, well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Sean Peel, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.